0: Crosby, He's going to come in at the end, punch it out. Holmes is sacked by Crosby, his second of the game. And go, Lopeno oh. throwing for Adams. Oh. And
1: did he have it going to the ground? Touchdown. Mad Max. Wow, Man, yes. wow nice. Mad that's Max. exactly how you do it. Mad Max. kick up, Mad Max. All right, y'all. Welcome back
0: to the huddle. This is The rush with the one and only Max Crosby. I am your co-host, Broken Roback. we got the dogs in the house, DT and Creel. Welcome back to another episode. What is this number 14 for the boys over here at the rush Um, week 16 in the NFL. Uh, Obviously the Raiders took a trip over to Indianapolis, Lucas oil stadium um, and took on the Indianapolis Colts final score 23 to 20 Colts on top. Uh, Max, uh, I'm just going to pass over to you, man. It's been a long season one more week left, but just want your thoughts on the game this weekend.
2: Yeah. Um, obviously super disappointing. Um, we did a lot of good things. We did a lot of things. We, you know, wish we did better. Um, we were in the game at the end of it, you know, you lose by three points. Uh, it's always tough, but at the end of the day, you know, they're, they're, they're well coached, you know, Shane Steichen, and Gus Bradley, all those guys, I know, you know, obviously I know Gus really well. We go way back. Um, they're well coached and they don't beat themselves. And, you know, we had a couple penalties that hurt us come, you know, a couple were, um, iffy, but at the same time, um, you know, we didn't do enough to win. You know, we, we let up too many big plays. You know, there's a, two big ones that, you know, which we could have back. But it just wasn't our best performance. And on the road playing a, you know, basically a playoff game um, against the Colts, you, you got to be at your best. And on the road, it's not easy. And, you know, it sucks. But at the end of the day, um, for me, you know, obviously in the moment, I was fucking, you know, I, I won't even get into it. I was shook. I was fucking wanted to break everything in sight and I wanted to fucking. I didn't know I had a million emotions going through my head, but um, you know, I had a lot of time to reflect on the flight back and last night. And um, obviously it's disappointing that we're not making the playoffs this year, but just knowing where this team is going um, and what AP's done and champ and, and the whole staff, you know, coming together, Pat Graham and this whole team, the whole defense, um, you know, the offense getting better weekly. Uh, we know we're going in the right direction. And I wish, you know, you know, you wish things would go a certain way, but things happen for a reason. You know, you can't control everything. And at the end of the day, uh, we know we're going in the right direction. That's all, you know, that's what, you know, kind of switched my mindset. It was like, all right, listen, we got one more game. We're playing Denver, another rival at home. Let's go make a fucking statement to go finish the season. I know that's where I'm at on a personal level. I know that's where, you know, the guys are in the building. Um, And we're ready to finish the season the right way. You know, we lost a couple close-ass games. I mean, with AP, we're what are we, four and four with AP uh, right yeah. now? Yeah. And we lose to Minnesota by three. We lose to the Colts by three. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple of just a couple plays go our way or we make a couple more plays. You know, it could be a whole different story right now. So at the end of the day, um, it is what it is. You can't go back and switch the shit. Um, we got to learn from it and, uh, you know, take this, you know, go out go out with a bang and finish the season the right way and go into the offseason with, with good momentum and, and prepare to go. And uh, you know, dominate next year from start to finish. You know, not not wait till it's too late.
0: Absolutely, no. We know you're uh, we know you're gutted. Obviously, the way that you train year round, everybody knows about it. Who tunes in every single week and you talk about it. Uh, so we know we're personally gutted for you and everybody on the locker room that puts a lot into it. But you guys are have done a lot of good things here at the end of the year. Um, a lot of you know key pieces in the right positions in the right places. It seems like, uh, but Max, for you in this game specifically. What do you feel the Colts did to make it tougher on you guys? Uh, Because the defense has been rapid. Uh, You guys have been racking up sacks left and right. Um, But this game, only one team sacked. So, just your thoughts on what the Colts did uh, very well.
2: Yeah, um, you know, you got to give a a ton of credit to, you know, the Colts. Uh, Shane Steichen, like I said, is one of the better uh, play callers in the league. Um, There's a reason why he got the head coaching job in Indianapolis. they do a lot of things, you know, they get rid of the ball very quick. They do a lot of RPO, they max protect whenever they de- you know drop back. So, uh, you know, they make it as difficult as they possibly can. But it really starts with stopping the run. Um, I feel like, you know, we did a decent job, but we didn't do a good enough job uh, to kind of get them behind the sticks and have more opportunities. So um, you know, just overall, like I feel like, you know, towards the end of the game, you know, we had a lot of there was a lot of three and outs. Like we had a lot of good drives with three and outs, boom, we're off the field, we're off the field, but then you know, they have the two big bombs. Um, and then, you know, it's hard to recover from that. And we clawed our fucking way back in the game. We gave each other, you know, gave us another chance. and gave us another chance, but it was just a little bit too late. And we all know we didn't play our absolute best as a unit. Um, but the Colts, you know, they did a good job, man. They got a lot of good players. And, uh, you know, like I said, they have, you know, they have the right, the right pieces to run what they run. You know what I mean? They got a really good running back. They got some good skilled players. They got big physical line and uh, they want to run the ball and, you know, get rid of the ball as fast as they can. And, uh, you know, they did a pretty damn good job. So overall, you know, I feel like we didn't play bad on defense. Like we, we did some good things for sure, but overall, um, you know, it just comes down to opportunities and we really, you know, we didn't have many opportunities to, you know, get home. So, you know, it's tough, but, you know, it comes down to three or four plays every single game. I mean, down in the red zone, like, we, where I punched that ball out, like, we fall on the ball right there. That could be – that could change the whole game. Um, there's a couple close-ass plays. Like, even the first bomb, Nate was right there, and it, it was an inch over his head. Like, if you know what I mean? If he peeks a second earlier, you know, Nate Hobbs, he would say himself, like, makes that play. You know what I mean? So, yep. it's just little things like that, bro. So, I know personally I could have done better. I know everybody could have – you know, feels like they could have done better. But – that's the NFL, bro. You just got to you gotta learn from it and keep moving on. And, you know, that's all we can do.
0: Yeah, you said that th- three or four plays matter in a game. problem is you just never know what three or four plays. Uh, but it yeah. did feel like almost every third down, every crucial third down, you were getting to Gardner. You are hitting him. Um, if it wasn't you, it was someone else. And then for some weird-ass reason, the ball floats in the air and it lands up either in Pierce's hands or uh, Michael Pittman's hands. But there's so many instances where you guys were literally just right there. Um so I don't know, man, maybe it just wasn't the day, but you guys were definitely fucking disruptive as hell and in, in his face. Did you feel like that out there doing so?
2: Definitely. You know, I feel like on our limited opportunities, like we got some good pressures, um, you know, shit, we got a sack super early in the game. Um, you know, I should have fucking finished, but uh, my boy AB got the sack. So I'm not mad about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I feel like overall we were, we were getting after him a little bit and, you know, we did some good things, but it's, you know, like you said, it's NFL, bro. You got it. You don't know when those plays are going to be or when you got to capitalize on certain opportunities, but that's why it's the best game in the world. You know, at the end of the day, you got to capitalize and be at your best and every little detail matters. And that goes from the week of preparation leading up to it. Um, that's why every little detail matters from your recovery, how you prepare, <laughs> how you get ready, how you sleep, all that shit matters because in the game like that, where it's two teams super close, you know, as far as talent and where we're at, we're close. We're in the wild card hunt. Every play matters, and uh, you know they just made a couple more plays than us, and they got the win. So, yeah, that's what it is.
1: That play that you had, where you, you just mentioned you punched out the ball when Jonathan Taylor was running, is that a film study kind of a thing where you say, "Hey, he might carry the ball a little loosely," or is that something just instinctual? You saw, you saw. Um, I was gonna say you saw Brown and punched it, but
0: you got a history you know. of punching the Colts players, breaking
1: your
2: <laughs> you hand. Saw the ball. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, no, honestly, so Jonathan Taylor, he had a thumb issue. So I knew he's uh, had some fumbling problems and I knew he was a little bit banged up. But um, that's something we, you know, pointed out earlier in the week. Um, but that's something like I always look for that opportunity. It's it. It's not always there. But when you see that motherfucker, like for me, I'm i am never cocking up. That shit is loaded and ready <laughs> to strike. You know what I mean? So I just seen the ball and I just fucking straight down. And that shit came right out. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, you know, that's just part of the game. And I feel like, you know, I was on the sideline talking shit and my guy, Dan, you know, Dan Jamison who's one of our, you know, interns and strength coaches and he has an MMA background. Um, we do our boxing twice a week. And that's, I went right to him. Like this fucking right hand is dangerous. Stop fucking playing! I'm like, that's not right. He's like, so I'm fucking talking about, we we're all hype on the sideline. So uh, big shout out to Dan, uh, that's my guy, bro. He's definitely tightened up the hands. And uh, it's just a part of the game, bro. Is, is if I can affect the game, game in any possible way I can, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I, I really, you know, even these past couple weeks, like, I haven't had a sack in three weeks. And I've been very close. I've been disruptive. I've, you know, had some of my better games, like even the Chargers game and this game, like I'm killing dudes, run, pass, and everything. But it's a part of the game is how how can you disrupt as much as possible? And for me um no matter what they throw at me like yesterday I think somebody said I was double team 60% of the snaps like if I could still find a way to impact the game and even whether it's run pass screen whatever I'm gonna do that so uh yeah it's ultimate challenge and uh that's just the beauty in the game bro like you want to be that guy but at the end of the day you know what comes with that and and, and I'm prepared for it so yeah but it's just it's just another opportunity to go out there and do my thing it's funny you yeah. say that
1: uh oh go ahead D no, I was gonna say one of the things with you know being double teamed is that something. Of course, you know going into every week that you're gonna be the focal point for offenses, right? They're gonna send chips, they're gonna send uh, the backs, the tight ends, all that stuff. Uh, I saw you moving around a lot more, uh, flipping sides. Is that was that kind of to um, to combat those double teams, or is it something that you saw matchup wise that you you wanted to capitalize on? Um,
2: no, you know honestly the more, it's kind of a mixture, like, it's a scheme, you know, Pat, uh, you know, switching things up as far as the fronts go, and moving me around, so teams can't just be like, all right, he's on the left side, send the chip, double slide, boom, and so for me, it's like, I, 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 you know, last year, that was something I was, like, a little bit uncomfortable doing, um, because I've always played on the left, even in college, like, when I first started playing the position in high school, my senior year, like, I started on the left, so I'm comfortable on the left side, and then as I got in the league, like, you know, you get comfortable in a spot and it's like playing right tackle versus left tackle. It's different. Your feet are different. Everything this movement steps. Everything's different. So this past off season, that was something I really wanted to do is like challenge myself to go out there and rush and, you know, defend the run from both sides and be disruptive. And I feel like that's something that's helped me, you know, take my game to another level is being able to move and, um, you know, not let teams just hone in on, okay, he's right there and this is, you know, make it easy for him. So uh, if I can, you know, be effective on both sides, then you know, it just makes the the coordinators, you know, job even harder.
0: Yeah. So obviously, um, Max, there's a lot laying on this game specifically, especially for playoff hopes. Um, now knowing your future, what's the message to the guys this week um, in the locker room for you heading into Week 17?
2: Um, you know, the message is, it, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. You know, we we talked in the locker room after the game, but. I just told the guys like this is the last time this is this is gonna be this group of guys together. You know you don't know what the hell's gonna happen. You know there's a lot that's gonna change um, every single year. There's always turnover from the roster standpoint, um, but especially in our you know situation, you know we don't we don't know exactly what's gonna happen. So um, that was my message. Is just listen, this is our last week together as a group, and we've grown so much together. We've gone through a lot of shit together, and we're playing a rival at home. And there's going to be no better, you know, there's no better way to end the season to go out with a bang and go beat Denver and, you know, go into the off season with a big win. Um, And being eight, nine, you know, after where we started, it was a rough season. You know, last year we were six and 11 and this year, you know, it started off looking like it was going to be something similar. And, uh, you know, we turned it around, even though we had some tough breaks, but um, you got to finish the right way. Uh, You go into the off season with a win, it's going to be a lot better. Um, You go into the off season and, Half the guys are like, oh, fuck it. It is what it is. The season's over, anyways. You're going to regret that shit. So for me, um, you know, me, shit, it was New Year's. I was fucking in bed. I was up at six in the morning. I was the only, you know, it was me and maybe one to two other guys. And I'm getting to work. You know what I mean? I was there fucking all day. So um, I'm prepared to go out there and be at my best. I know I'm going to be at my best. And uh, that's the message to the guys. Just like, listen, this is our last, what, we have six days left. Six days left in the season. You could do whatever, go on vacation, do whatever you want to do after. But um, you don't want to go on vacation, not you know, knowing you didn't fully prepare and be at your best, you know, to finish the season.
0: Yeah, I don't even know how to necessarily phrase this, but you got to be somewhat happy, or um, I don't even know the word that I'm looking for, but that going forward, moving into next season, that you're going to probably be able to. Hopefully have a fresh start. Ever since you got into the league, it feels like there's been a lot of turnover as you hit on. But also just like AB, for example, when you came to the Raiders, there's a lot of commotion. And then a lot of players, you know, being dismissed from the team, from off the field stuff. And then a lot of coaching changes. How ready are you, Max, for there to be something kind of locked in, put in place for you guys next year without all the other bullshit to go on? And you guys just go out there, play football and start building uh, a franchise, so to speak.
2: Yeah, you know, for us, you know, obviously everyone in that locker room and building knows, you know, what we want to do, um, you know, as far as, you know, our pick, uh, you know, we've I've said it publicly in every interview I've done in the last month and a half. But, um, you know, AP and champ have my, you know, have my blessing. You know, I feel like they're the guys for the job. Um, I know they've done an incredible job, you know, stepping in unexpectedly and, and being able to do what we've done, go to Kansas City and win go beat the Chargers, set a record, score 63 points. We go on the road versus a Colts team that's been playing really good football and we lose by three points, you know what I mean? And, like, we know we're going in the right direction. You know, we have – you know, Aiden has had to step up. You know, he didn't even expect to play as a rookie. And he's had to step up and start games, and he's helped helped be a part of four big wins in these last eight weeks. So it's like – you know what I mean? There's been so much shit. But uh, for me, you know, this offseason, I want to start – you know, knowing okay, this is our guy. Boom, let's fucking build from what we started, not start from ground zero again. Um, I've done that four times already. Um, I've been very fucking straightforward about it. Um, everyone knows where I stand with it, and I just want stability and I want consistency at a high level. And uh, you know, I feel like those guys will definitely bring it. So uh, you know, I'm just hoping for that, and uh, you know, I'm gonna do everything I can to you know share my opinion and you know f- you know share how I feel about it. Yeah,
0: you de- you deserve it, along with other you know other players that have been there for a few years um, in the Raiders facility and the organization. Man, they just uh, for it to be on the right track and for you guys to be able to solely focus on football and like you said, have that stability. It's huge. Um, no uh, one question no for you, Max. Week seventeen, as everybody knows, watching back home is normally a big week where people either a sit out or players are out there chasing those incentives, um, which is a big deal. Uh, might sound weird and selfish for people to talk about, but any incentives, Max, that you know about in the locker room, you guys are looking to get on with some of the players?
2: Week what 18 up? is next week, brother. Yeah, week 18. Uh, week 18. Okay. Close. So we just, you guys...
0: I think I said week 16 in the intro, too. Yeah, you says it.
2: You did. It's all good. Okay. Anyway, so, well, week 18. <laughs> Monday, yes. brother. I just No, no you're, you're good.
0: good no, good catch.
2: No, you're good. Um, no, I have a shit. I don't. Pay attention to that. I know um, everybody has their goals. You know what I mean? As far as what you want to do going into a season. I know I do. I know Devontae does. I know Josh does all these guys. So um, like you said, I know we're all playing. Uh, We all plan on playing at our best and we got to go and find a way to get a win. And uh, you know, I don't give a damn about, you know, the winning and potentially getting a higher draft pick. you know what I mean? Or losing. You hear about that shit all the time. It's like, I don't want to hear none of that. You know what I mean? I go out there to win and, it's, and play at my best. So um, I'm definitely, you know, planning on doing that. So that's a we'll be talking.
0: That. Don't worry. We'll be talking about that and uh, how important draft picks are as opposed to winning here later when we get to a Creel segment here of Around the League. But, Max, yeah. um, two more things for you. One relating to the game, I guess. But uh, points were hard to come by for this game uh, for both teams, obviously. Uh, But for the Raiders offense, you guys, they have clicked at times, especially over like this eight game stretch um, with kind of like a new identity Aiden leading the helm. Um, But for you, Max, uh, but with the offense, do you feel like this is the big big focal point heading to the off season, having to find pieces to that puzzle, your thoughts on just, you know, with the offense and where that stands heading to the off season and one more week left?
2: Uh, Yeah, no doubt. You know, I feel like everything's up for question at this point, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't know. You know what I mean? The future is, is unknown. And uh, we have who we have. And right now, it's about finishing. And uh, that's all we can control. You know, there's a lot of... You're going to hear a million rumors during the off season. You're going to hear, you know, all the drama and shit that comes with it. And, you know, we're prepared to do that when the season ends. But um, that's just part of the game, bro. At the end of the day, for me, all that matters to me is winning. And whatever the fuck that looks like, I'm a part of I that. I feel you. So... That's all that matters to me. You know what I mean? I, I, I do everything in my power to go out there, be my best, and have my team win. And uh, I just want guys that think the same way from a coaching standpoint and, and players.
0: Facts. Yeah. So, last one. Great point, Max. We know you're loyal to a T2. So, you know, it's just the hard, hard-hitting hard questions here in the rush that we got to get across to you. Um, yes. But you, are, you are a team man <laughs> and a uh, captain, Capitone at the most. So, uh, new year. 2024, new us, but not really at the rush. Um, I'm a little under the weather. And they're calling it the flu game for me, Darian, as we talked about before.
1: Nobody, um, nobody.
0: But they, I, in the comments, they were draining. No, it was flu game. Uh, but, yes. <laughs> but Max, what is your biggest goal in 2024 um, that you want to accomplish personally and also professionally? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you know, new year, baby.
2: Damn, um, that's a good question. You know, for me. Um, you know, I sit down after every single offseason, break down the things that I did well, break down the things that I, you know, feel like I can improve on. And, uh, you know, for me, I don't, I don't have any, any concrete. Is that on the field or off
0: on. the field or both? When you do that, like reflect both,
2: both, both. Um, it starts with on the field. Um, it, you know, coming with both. starts the training, nutrition, all that shit. How can I gain that 1% in every single category, um, on a daily basis? So, yeah, I haven't done that yet. Um, I'm gonna do that once the season ends with AJ, Ricky, Rick Slate, the whole crew. Um, but as far as what do I, my goals for 2024? Um, I probably you've probably seen the fucking quote before, but I don't want to be in the same place I am this, you know, that, that I was in 2023. I want to take another big step, a huge leap, and in, in the trajectory I plan on going. So um, it's gonna require every bit of you know my energy and attention um, as far as football goes. And then as far as off the field as well, um, when it comes to relationships and business and everything I'm doing, um, I want to be, you know, my absolute best in all, in every phase of my life. And, you know, most importantly, Ella Rose being a girl dad, you know, I gotta be the best dad I can possibly be as well on top of that. So, uh, that's what I plan on doing.
0: I love it. I love it. Girl, dad, number one, man. And, uh, we can't wait. So the, if you're elevating what you did from 2023 to next year, Boy, the NFL better look out cause it's gonna be over with. Um, no, we look forward to it. You should already back home. You should already be doing what you should be doing in twenty twenty three, but I get it. January first hits, you wanna be a new person? I get it. So, um one uh are we done with this segment? Let's jump into uh let's jump into the dog of the day, D. Huh? Let's do it. Let's do it. I say we
2: do. Alright, boys, for the dog of the day. We're gonna start with this. <laughs> dog of the day I mean this one you know we had to we had to look around the roster see what we got going on and we came to a conclusion you know pretty pretty straightforward you know we all we all devonte 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 so Devontae adams you are our dog of the day 11 receptions 126 yards, two touchdowns, one of them disgusting, caught it in the corner of his head. Um, you, know, you already know. You know, Devontae is one of the best receivers of this generation, a uh, future Hall of Famer. Um, he does what he does. You know, he stepped up. He made he made a bunch of big plays for us. And, uh, you know, he's our dog of the day. You know, you can pick Devontae often. You know, he's one of the bigger dogs in the building, uh, to say the least. But uh, this dude, um, me and him, were like this. You already know we me and him are, are tight knit ever since he got here. One of the one of the cooler dudes I've been around uh, in the NFL, one of the better teammates I've had. So our dog of the day this week is my boy, Devontae Adams. So, right? let done. go. shut out, Tay. Shout out Tay.
1: Not two. All right, we're taking it into the big sack segment. So give me that big sack. Big big sack. Big sack. Big Show sack. us your big sack. Thanks. All right, we are, it's 30-10, on the Colts 20, all right, you, you you have a great rush on this play, all right, you get very close, you get a hand on the Minshew, Men, Gardner Minshew of all people, but that, you get a hand on him, it looks like you rip the shirt a little bit, all right, fall down, and then. Your boy Butler comes and cleans that up. Talk to me about what happened on that play, because I know... I mean, we were texting in the group chat, I was like, I, he's going to be fucking irate. Those are old-school Butler got it, but hey, I know he's going to be sick.
2: No doubt. You know, that's a that's a play. You know, we ran a, a flush game. Uh, I came, you know, screaming down the middle of the middle of the O-line. Uh, I fucking came down memory lane 100 miles an hour. And uh, it, it's tough, honestly. Coming down the middle of the O-line, like... It's a little different because they have a two-way go. Yeah. It's not like, what is Creole laughing at? What the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> here we go. Here we go. But anyway, I'm coming down memory lane 100 miles an hour, and he's got a two-way go. So I'm fucking, I'm like, oh, here we go. And he just kind of sidestepped, and I grabbed him, and I grabbed his little fucking sleeve on his shirt, and I ripped it. I felt it literally tearing. I'm like, bro, no. Because if I would have got his jersey, he's, I he's got down. him. Yeah. And he freaking slips out, but Adam boom slides through, finishes the playoff. um, and that's just a part of being about you know being four equals one on the D line. You know, at the end of the day, if it was anybody else, you know, I I feel like Adam was definitely the one to you know take that sack because um uh, pause, but uh, Adam Adam bro has been giving me Chris Pauls off the glass yeah. all year, so Dwayne uh, Wade Adam to <clears> the <throat> run. No. Um, anyway, so, yeah, James Harden, Lob City. Um, but, yeah, no, Adam is a – he's a baller, bro. We've talked about him a ton on the show. Um, he's he's one of the best in the league when it comes to just being unselfish, bro. Like, he does everything in his power to set up his teammates. And, um, you know, you see it out there, you know, on a weekly basis. So, for me – me setting him up for a sack, it's, you know, it goes, it goes a long way. And I wasn't mad at all. I'm like, fuck it. It's Adam. I'm happy. So we got off the field, got to stop. And, um, you know, Adam, that was the fourth sack of the year. He's having a really good year. And, um, you know, he's another guy. I freaking I pray he comes back. I'm definitely going to put my word in for him. Uh, you know, we already had our discussions, you know, he's mentioned it before. He's like, bro, you better say something, <laughs> better say something. And I'm my like, bro, I'm I'm loyal to the core. And if, and I, I would tell you, if Perhaps. I thought you were, you weren't good, or you were ass, or something. I would let you know the same, <laughs> the same thing. So, because they're just gonna let Adam. you know anyways. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like Adam, <laughs> I fuck with you. You're a fucking awesome player. You've helped me a ton. He's um, are super smart, high IQ guy, and that's the kind of guys you want in the building. So um, yeah, I definitely I'm putting in my word for Adam, and I'm just happy he uh, went out there and got a sack. You know, it, it was a big, big time play. So big shout out to Adam Butler, you the boy. Go well, Adam Butler, big, big sack up. Big sack, big, big dog
0: feet. Thanks, um Yeah, congrats, Adam. Been tearing it up all year. It seems like you guys have um, just great football IQ together mm-hmm. on the field. You know exactly what you guys want to do. Just give each other that look. We've talked about it um, episode after episode. Uh, but before we move on to another segment, Krill segment around the league, we are going to go with a little quick condor uh, fact check or stats, I should say, a random condor stat for you guys. Max has now – 86, career tackles for loss, passing Levante David, who is at 85, for the third most tackles for loss in the NFL history since 1999. You were still shitting in diapers, Max, among players in their first five seasons in the NFL. So that's Thank your man. Condor stat for you guys. Congrats, Max. You, get to, you deserve oh, a a little okay. one. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. Keep it. Yeah. That's right.
3: that's a little quick That's second. right. a little quick second. A little...
0: Hey, Chris Paul's not the only one throwing assist here. Um,
3: Krill, let's kick it to you, bro. A little round yeah. the league. Fuck yeah, man. Let's get it. Talk to, talk to us. Talk so to first us, and man. foremost, man, yeah. uh, Detroit controversy in Dallas. Do the reps need to be held accountable as much as, say, a player would? You hit someone late, right? Or you have an awful hit on QB. That fine has come into your mailbox. You guarantee
1: it, right? That yes. needs to be looked at, right? Yes. Thoughts? Yes. Oh, if it please. gets
2: too dicey, just text me and I'll say that to... shit. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> Fuck um, it. Your question is, do the refs need to be, accountable. be held accountable? Like just like runners? everyone else. They're yes. on, on the I'm field. I'm not going right? to go into detail, no, no, but just fucking No doubt. Yes. yes. And should they First overturn
0: games? I know there's power to do it, but can you
2: – No. Should they no, be
0: overturning no. those things?
2: No. Unless it's literally the last play of the game. Where, you know, something happens where it's just blatantly the wrong call. This is call. the thing, though. You know if I mean? a guy – can...
0: go ahead, go ahead. Because if a guy commits a crime and you let him go for it, he's more than likely going to commit a crime again, right? So it's like yeah, – it's okay. like Scott Foster with Chris Paul. Why do we keep letting him referee his games? He's just going to fuck him over.
2: No, that's yeah. – No accountability. I mean, you got a point. No, I agree. There's got to be a level of accountability, 100%. Really? And that goes for players, Absolutely. coaches – Refs everybody. So, I to answer your question, yes, Word. absolutely. They need to be out of the are now. No, I got a question. Oh. How can right. we? How can yeah. we hold the refs
1: accountable? Right? Um, is it is it suspensions? Is this is it? You know, nine. you're going to be off of. You're you're, you're going to. Maybe you get eight games a season, ten games a season. Now you get six. Like, yeah. there's got to be some sort of stats that we can judge a ref by because they're not all
2: professional. Sure, and that's yeah. What I mean. No, that's a that's a good question. I feel like, you know, that for that whole crew that I, I don't even know what the refs yeah, mean either off the top of my head. But his crew, um, and him, obviously, they're not doing the playoffs. They're off they yeah, got demoted the playoff games. They got demoted. So yeah, you know, I feel like that's a good ass response. Sure. You know, you know what I mean? Like you can't go back in time and switch the results no. of the game, but um, you hold the guys accountable because you can't have shit like, you can't have refs determining the outcome of games. Amen. They're there yeah. to, to you Corner, know, that. Exactly. Yeah. They're there officiate. to basically yeah, officiate, make sure the game is played the right way, but at the end of the day you can't be determining the outcome. They're anymore. chaperoning. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, they're chaperoning. If shit's egregious, call the flag. <laughs> if it's not, let them fucking Amen. play. That's my yeah. opinion.
1: And then the, I think the gray area, if we do start really honing in, like if you had a PFF for referees, Right, then yes. you're gonna get a bunch of refs. But the, the, the bad side the is refs. You're get a bunch of refs that are gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna be graded if I miss this call." So they're just gonna start painting the field with their flags. So yeah. there has to be like a, a middle ground. Let the people play, but don't fuck the game. Period. Yeah. game I no,
2: <laughs> no, I feel you. That's they should have a PFF for 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 right. red They probably. Like, because I know they do behind the scenes. I know refs be some sort are of graded. Like, obviously, they're held to a certain amount of accountability. They have some, you know, head, you know, the head ref league or whatever the fuck they have their own coalition of people yep. that oversee the refs and, and manage them. But I feel like it should be public, just like it Exactly. Like, the You know NBA, what I mean? That's how you hold it accountable. Amen. Yep. So, Scott Foster, for example, the NBA. Yep. This dude, every time Chris Paul plays, they call no fouls and they make sure he fucking loses. You know yeah, what I and mean? And he gets so thrown like, out of the game. And he gets thrown out of the game. So it's like things like that, that needs to be put out in the public yeah. so that yeah. there's actual pressure on the refs. You know what I mean? If it's all behind closed doors, then nothing gets solved. You know what I mean? If you put it all out there, I mean, they put the players' contracts public. They put yeah. the fines public. They put everything public. So hold the refs and the coaches accountable.
0: You're swimming right down the waters I want to get into really quick, Kirill, before you get to the next mm-hmm. one. Um, you might know this, Max, or anybody in here might know this, but do referees – so when you guys get to the playoffs, right, you get a certain amount of money for the first round. Then the next round you get a, you get even a substantially larger amount of money and then so on and so sure. forth to the Super Bowl. Is it the same way for the referees? Do you I mean, know, yes. like, do they get paid more for the playoff games? Because that is a good way for them to be able to say – Hey, you guys are no longer officiating any playoff games because that's extra money, like bonuses, pretty much that they're looking for.
3: Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you knew um, that.
2: Yeah, I'm sure know. you studied honestly, the
0: guidelines daily. but
2: Yeah, I definitely study the yeah the rule book for the refs. But um, <laughs> no, I, honestly, I have no clue. I have no clue. I think that's a great idea. I mean, it just holds everyone to a standard. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if everyone's being held accountable publicly, um, it puts more pressure in a good way to perform at your best. And I feel like that's what, it's the NFL. It's the best, it's the most lucrative, most prestigious league in the whole entire country and arguably the world. So Mm -hmm. I think everybody needs to be held accountable. 100%. I agree. Go ahead, Krill. Work.
3: On to the next Ravens rolled over the dolphins, secure the number one seed in the bye for the first round of the playoffs. Did Lamar secure the MVP?
0: Ooh, him or CMC, That's
3: a good right? Question. I mean, I CMC mean, yeah, got I feel hurt like... and he's out week eighteen now, so it's like that. Who right. I, in my personal opinion, it was kind of who it was ping pong like between. You could say yeah, Purdy, yeah. but I, I mean... think McCafferty is just, in my opinion, it's my sole opinion, right? It's typically a QB award, but if you would even, it's, it if is. you would even it's like crazy. contradict say Lamar's MVP season to this season now, his numbers are kind of skewed. This is me was a heavy favorite, whereas now it's like CMC's doing shit that like typically no running back can stay healthy for 18 weeks and let alone do what he's doing from a pass catching standpoint from a run blocking standpoint, and then just scoring 20 plus touchdowns. I feel like that is MVP category, but now he's hurt week 18 was out half of 17. Lamar has the best team. Yep. in my opinion in the NFL, they have the buy. I don't know. Talk, talk to us, Max.
2: Um, yeah. You know, honestly, like you said, like it's literally a quarterback award for the most part. Um, I feel like <laughs> it shouldn't be uh, in my opinion, because well, it's a team did. sport. It's a team sport. I mean, if you really look at the MVP every single year, or offensive player of the year, whatever you're looking at, it typically goes to the best team, the guy with the best record, and all those things. But like, this isn't basketball. Yeah. You same know what with I the mean? Heisman. I know. Yeah, it's the same thing. So, but and then, and I'm happy they gave it to Jane Daniels because like his team wasn't the best team, but he was had Joe Burrow type yeah. year. You know what I mean at right. LSU. So he deserved that. So. I feel like you got to look at it from all, all, all perspectives. You can't just say, okay, well, this team has the best record. The quarterback is pretty good, so, all right, he's the MVP because his team's the best, best and whatever. It's like you got to take into account who is the most valuable player on the football In field. Years. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm not taking anything against any quarterbacks. Like, Mahomes won it last year. He should have. <laughs> you know what I mean? He should have. Mahomes is the best player. Okay, Lamar so. this year is going fucking nuts. So if he wins it, I, I feel like it's definitely ju- you know justified. Um, but you got you can't just look at quarterbacks. You got to look at Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill's had seventeen hundred yards, and he's going nuts. You know what I mean? He's unstoppable. The dude, pound for pound, is probably the best player in football, arguably. You know what I mean? Yep. So you got to look at guys like Tyreek or a guy like Christian McCaffrey, for exa- you know another example. Like obviously he's going to be out the last week, but that dude has four, over fourteen hundred yards rushing and over five hundred re- uh, receiving. So it's like, what do you value? And then on top of it, it's like. There's never an MVP from the defensive side when defense is just as important or more important. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to look at everything. And that's how do you I, not? You know, how-, how do
0: you not put the corner for uh, Dallas Cowboys in that conversation? What's his name? Uh, Blant. I'm gonna. Sorry, I butchered the name, but Blant. He has.
2: He has eight, pick sixes he has eight picks. In six yeah, for Tuddy. Yeah, he has eight picks, which is crazy. Which is yeah, crazy. But, so yeah, I mean, you got to look. <clears throat> Yeah. He literally broke the record. So, I mean, yeah, you got to look at everything. So you, I feel like, you know what I mean? I, I feel like Lamar's definitely the favorite. I mean, like you said, off their criteria um, and yeah. And the fact that he's balling the fuck out and just goes to play the Dolphins, huge game to solidify number one seed. He goes out, throws over 300 <laughs> and five touchdowns. So that was like his statement. Like, yeah, I'm MVP. So um, yeah. You know, Lamar, it's shit. He can go and he, Probably gonna go win a second MVP, which is dope. Yeah. I love Lamar. Lamar is my boy. I, I fuck with Lamar. He's how Do you, yeah, do you, he's do you a think that man. we're
1: we're too far gone with this? Like, it, it's now every you ask anybody MVP. Like you said, it's the best player on the best team. You know all of these things. a the quarterback. Do you think it's we're too far gone? we like this is what the award is, or if not, like how do you change that back to be like, hey, how do we take into account everything you just said?
2: I don't know. I mean, that's a great question. I mean, if it's – if the MVP was voted on by the players and coaches. It would be different. You know what I mean? I feel like then it would be different. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, be I, I believe the MVP is immediate. It's it all the media. Yeah. So, yes. so, yeah. So, it, it's it's tough. So, honestly, I'm not you know taking anything against them. But, like, I mean, if you want the best – you want the real results, like you look at the top 100 and see, okay, these are all voted by the players. And then you look so. at the, you know, like the all pros and shit like that as player and pro bowls, it's players, coaches and media. So, like, I feel like every award should be all three combined from media, coaches and players. And most importantly, I feel like the coaches and players by far should be the highest, for The sure. um, highest, you know, amount of percentage when it comes to the votes
3: uh az plays spoiler to philadelphia uh what's the mindset going into a game when you really don't have anything to play for essentially you're already eliminated from like the playoffs like what is the main mindset as a leader going out to it? going against a team who has a shit on to play for do you want to play spoiler or do you just want to be like a true man and a true teammate like no matter what the score is or no what our record is you know we have a standard to play to what's kind of the mindset going in or no. those draft picks because that yeah then you have like draft yeah, picks like no that's no. that's like that's no like doubt, after that. the fact right you don't give a fuck
2: about draft picks until season's over I mean correct it's like yeah no for sure and that's that's sure. front office you know type mentality you know what I mean when it comes to the draft picks and shit but as a player like if you're not going out there to go be at your best yeah. like you're fucking <clears throat> tripping that's what I think so you know Kyler Murray he's come back and they played a lot yeah. better since he's been back and on top of it. Uh, their freaking their head coach is was the dc of the, uh, philly last year yep so you know for a fact he wanted to win that game and i know um you know that dude is well respected and, and they've been playing some good football lately so um you know they wanted to win for their coach and on top of it you know he was sure the coach definitely wanted to get you know win versus former team so yeah you know i know kyler um you know me and kyler boys and, and uh, i know he's been excited to get back bro he's been itching to get out there and he's he's played some and then low-key, him ball. wearing the Sidney Crosby yeah. jersey into the stadium was the
3: baller-ass move. Because Sidney Crosby's probably top three hated sports figures in that entire city. Like, he is fucking hated by Philadelphia. Yeah, so yeah. him wearing the Sid jersey in was, like, legendary. He was
0: trolling.
2: No, he was like trolling. Sure. No, he,
3: was Dude, James, he did. He, he definitely on business, business. For sure. James
0: Conner was crying after the game damn near. So obviously the he game was meant crazy a lot too. To, to them boys out there, as it should. Oh, yes. James Conner was snapping.
2: Yeah, no, that bro. Anytime you go out there, like I said, like it's you have 17 guaranteed games, bro. Oh, you train yeah. all year round to get ready to to play. So you're not going out there thinking, okay, uh, fuck it, sure. season's over, whatever. Like if you think like that, you shouldn't be out there. Simple no. as that. So yeah, yeah, I know those guys want to go out there and get the dub, and I'm shit. I'm I am shit i i got to watch the highlights from the game. I haven't even seen it yet, but I I, I seen one of just Tyler scrambling, breaking a tackle, throwing a touchdown. It's it crazy. Down. Um, yeah. but yeah, he's, he's a baller, bro. When he, when he's, you know, healthy and on his shit like that, man, he's, you know, he's man, right on to the so, next man. Justin yeah. Fields, the bears won
3: another big game offensive, blew the top off it. If you're a Chicago bears fan, or if you're Chicago's bears front office, do you want Justin Fields in that, yes. you know, in that same uni, or do you want to see what the water is on the, on the other side? Taste, taste attempt. You know,
2: what do you, what do you think there? I mean, that's question. a question. That's hard hitting. Um, Cause he's you know, balling. Yeah, obviously. yeah. He's balling and uh, they're playing a lot better. You know, they, they've made some big transactions. They got Montez yeah. sweat over there now. Edmonds. Um, they're doing, yeah, they DJ got, Edmonds. they got, they signed the linebacker, TJ. Yep. DJ Moore. They got TJ Edwards from uh, Philly. Yeah. Um, uh, the linebacker as well. So like they've been building up that team and they got, bro, their defense is pretty fucking good. Like they've been playing really well. And, um, I know Eberflus is a defensive guy, so, um, you know, seeing their defense playing well and, you know, fields playing better and better every week. I mean, you see what they're doing. They're, you know, they're 7-9 and nine now, and they, you know, they were looking – it was looking rough early on for them. Yes. So, I mean, if you look at it from a front office standpoint, okay, do we keep riding the momentum? You know, if they win again, they're 8-9, and, and boom, we, they had a pretty damn good year, you know, for the most part. So, um, it's not good enough, but at the end of the day, if you're playing – good football at the end of the year, I would feel like you would want to, okay, let's build off this. You know what I mean? So that's my my perspective on it. But we'll see. You know, you hear a lot of rumblings about what are they going to do? Are they going to get a new guy? But, I mean, when you you got a quarterback that's talented like Justin Fields, um, you just got to keep surrounding him and building up, you know, the whole line, the system, um, and put him in a position to succeed. And I feel like, you know, he's showing that. He's starting to get better and better every week
0: yeah we talk about how how important quarterback is on the show all the time but in general if you have a brain you know how important it is um but pretty much in my eyes like why would you want to restart like you said max it's like why if you got to go searching for that quarterback all over again you're just delaying the process so build around the guys like you said I, i completely agree with
1: that
2: yeah it's hard to find bro in the league like it's hard like you look at the elite quarterback. You know what I mean. How many elite quarterbacks are there in the league? It's hard. Five, you know what I mean, maybe, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to say. So well, that's my bro. point. If you got a guy that's trending up and has got a lot of a lot of ability, and could run and do all the things he can do, like yeah, why I mean, the fuck not build off that? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It doesn't make sense. But you know, I'm not inside that building. I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know the details of you know how he is as a person, as a leader. I, I don't know all that. But um, you know, I feel it looks like. They're having fun and enjoying. You know, you see the locker room after they're, yeah, they are you know. they're in there. So um, it seems like, you know, they got a they got a close you know, close knit group. So, you know, why For would you sure. pull that up? And then uh, lastly all I got is
3: Packers, Steelers, Bills, and Texans all one to stay relevant in the playoff hunt. Do you see any of those four teams entering in somehow or not?
2: Yeah, so how does that? I, I was gonna ask about that too. So what is it? I, I seen the Saints beat the Bucks. So what is the scenario for them? What the Bucks are still have, divisional leaders, Bucks, I, I think. Believe, yeah, the Bucks are still divisional leaders, I believe. Some somehow or not. Is that that goes
3: off overall record of the yeah. division? But I saw on there that they're already etched in as yeah, like yeah. kind of locked in somehow, which I thought that was still up like for like ribs. Yeah. I know for the. Yeah, so if they win, win I think if they I think win, the Packers, Packers, Packers yes. it was between the Packers yeah. and the Vikings. Whoever of those two teams won the last two were in. So with Packers,
2: Packers on the are right still track, alive. then because they just yeah. beat them yeah, up yeah, last night, alive. and then then what about the Saints? The Saints, if they go, they win. They're nine and eight, and then what? <clears> Maybe wild card. no, you gotta pull that bubble. up, Dan.
1: It says that they're on the bubble. The Saints right now, they're eight and eight. They play. Um, right now, they're playing. Can you share your screen? Thirty-one percent. Yeah, see that.
2: Um, so who's in right now? So who's clinched? You just so who's in in general? Who's the seven teams on the okay. Ups, Niners,
1: uh, the Niners, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles, Rams. In the hunt, okay. you got the Bucks, Packers. Yeah, Bucks and Packers are in the hunt.
2: Oh, so they're in technically right now.
1: Essentially, so, so the their, their no, percentage they, is sixty. Yeah, this is it.
2: The Bucks win, they're in. If the Bucks
3: lose, then it gets real, real choppy. So the Bucks are in with like clinching yeah. play or clinching their division with a win and a playoff berth. But and then how do the Saints get need it? the Saints need the Buccaneers and I like bet pitch. some other help as well.
2: Yeah. Yes. That how crazy sense. the Browns are, are wild the wild card, because the Seahawks ball. are on the bubble well, the, as well. The, the Bucks play the Saints. They yeah, Seahawks are right there. Green Bay's right there. Yeah. Shit, but the Seahawks is did lost, did not they? To the Steelers. Yeah, so the now... Seahawks should... help. I, want, I want Green Bay to get in, so my boy yeah, Rich Passage... Jordan Love's man, been slaying, too. He's, he's been playing for a while, man. Yeah, he yeah. Jordan Love's balling. So, yeah, I, I would like to see them. I know, obviously, Keyshawn's over there, too, Green Bay.
3: Because it's like, with the playoffs, too, man, it's right. like,
2: who's hot now, right?
3: Sometimes you get a bye, it could be like a hidden blessing, but then it's like kind of like a curse as well. You're so used to routine playing every week. You're already past Rusty. that bye week and the playoff team yeah. is like coming into your stadium. Whereas if you're on that grit side and, you know, yeah, yeah no, that's
0: interesting, bro. It'll be,
3: it's
0: going yeah. to be interesting. to
3: Yeah.
0: Up, bro. Let's get it, man. Well, that's, that's a, that's around the league. Um, with the one and only Max, let's move on here really quick. D. You got your uh, mail hat on here for some Condor Cartel rush mail. Always,
1: always. Yes. All right, it's let's get design. to more rush mail. Um... <clears throat> All right, so we're here with our rush mail today. We got our first question out from Carl Denga. Wants to know oh, what dude. the Walter Walter Payton Man of the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award would mean to you and who oh, you know think.
2: I think you deserve Um, it, so
1: don't answer the second part. Because I'll say it—you you you don't have to. You deserve it. So, what would it mean
2: to you? I appreciate that. Um, What would it mean to me? Um, Honestly, you know, just getting the honor um, has been kind of like crazy to me because, you know, knowing where I come from, uh, knowing that I'm still young—you know what I mean? I'm 26 years old. I've I'm still growing as a human being. Um, Being in that position, being recognized for uh, an award like that, is like it's like the most prestigious award you could think of, um, in the league, you know, that's, has nothing that, that, you know, has nothing to do with, you know, football itself. You know, it's about who you are as a person and what you do off the field. And, uh, you know, for me, um, y'all know me, you know, I, I love giving back. I love doing things for other people. Um, and just being recognized is, 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 is enough, you know, for me, but at the end of the day, if I'm, you know, on you know, get the, get the nod and and get the actual Walter paid, man, it's going to be a, it's going to be a special day, bro, because uh, it's just a testament, you know, to how far I've come. And, you know, the beautiful thing about it is, like, I'm not even, you know, my best version of myself yet. As a player, as a person, I'm still growing every single day. So, for the fact, you know, just if I were able to get that, you know, it would be, it'd be awesome. And just being able to, you know, show people that no matter what situation you're in in life, like, you can overcome anything that's thrown at you. And uh, that's, that's my living testimony for sure. Oh, yeah, you know, we're all pulling for you. You should definitely be
1: hoisting that award up at the end of the year. I appreciate it. Um, the uh, <clears throat> next question someone who seems to be very in tune with football equipment. Um, I am Dylan Castro wants to know what made you switch from your speed flex to a VCs? Ooh.
2: Oh, um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, last like offseason, uh, I went to. The- I, I definitely, I like the way it looks. I definitely like the way it looks. You know, I've, wear, I've wore the Speed Flex for a long time. I wore it in college. I wore it all the way up through my first four years. And I was like, something's missing. I need to take this next step. You know, for me, this was a part of that 1%. I was like, okay, I need to take my, my, my helmet, you know, stuff like that. my helmet game to another level. That game to another level, um, Yeah, exactly. So taking that to another take it to another level. So for me, um, you know, that's what, I, that's what I want to do. I went to the into the equipment room with my guy, John, and I'm like, John, let's fucking, let's go all the way. I want to design my own face mask. I want to get a new helmet. I want to take it, you know, to another level. So I feel like this is a part of the evolution of my career. And it was just part of, you know, what I do, you know, I care about every little detail. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take that to another level as well. So I want to do it my way though. Like, created that's why i came up with the triangle and that's why i'm wearing it again um just because you know that's that's my shit you know what i mean we literally sketched it out ourselves and, and created it so um you know we're just gonna keep doing what we do have we ever received a fine yet
0: for that helmet face mask yet? i don't know i haven't even think? cj
2: hasn't even brought it up to me so smart no, man bro. i'm just acting like it's not happening <laughs> <laughs> we'll see <laughs> sorry raj sorry raj
1: Sorry, Raj. It's okay. It's all good. Um, All right. We'll go with our last question. Our last question here. It's not a question. Um, All right. Mr. Intkey underscore underscore underscore. What does handling adversity mean to you? What is the next step going to take? What's handling adversity mean to you? Let's restart Actually, know, fuck right this Fuck this. We're not even asking this. These are just some trash-ass fucking questions this time, and I'm literally picking out a shit. So we're going to okay. go with two. We're um, going to go with
2: two. You don't All have right. any other one that has any type of... Mouth. All right. so then we'll
1: see. Max Crosby, the GOAT, for real, for real. Why, though? The fuck do you want me to do with that? S- swear to God. We're, <laughs> we're yeah, going to the playoffs else? next year. Um... Fuck those refs, not a question, but what the fuck can the Raiders do? Refs are punk ass bitches. But <laughs> you see what I've got.
0: <laughs> hey, that's cool. You should read that question off though and them talk about the play.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, here's one. No. Who are the players who are the players trying to recruit this year in the offseason? <laughs>
2: I can't answer
3: that.
1: Exactly. So that is a great day for us on the Rush Mail. I appreciate you guys. Um, We will be back next
2: episode. Keep
1: the great questions coming. Yes, we need (laughs) questions, guys, not just (laughs) aggressive (laughs) statements. Very aggressive,
0: bold
3: statements.
2: Violent, bold statements. It's all good.
0: (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. Hey, uh, yeah. What do you expect with Raider Nation? Um, Before we get to the best segment, Max's favorite segment, obviously. Um, The Rushman. One thing really quick, guys. Down below, MadMaxMerch.com. Go get you a Relentless Tea, Uh, Max Smoking a Stogie. You know you guys see that often after the dubs on the live, but also a lot of Mad Max personal merch on there, along with the Rush. Hats, beanies, hoodies, long sleeves. Hey, you want to get your girl something to sleep in at night? There's a lot of long sleeves in there, so hook them up, get it down, post a picture, share it with the Crosby family, or just Max himself, but the Rush family more importantly. Um, But down below at MadMaxMerch.com, we got it for you, Condor Cartel. So, Max, I'm going to kick it over to you, brother.
2: Right now, hey, I just want to say I second everything you just said. Everybody go (laughs) get that merch, post that shit, and rock it. We're going to be rocking the gear. Darian's going to be rocking that shit. It looks so great. Just wreaking havoc. So handsome. He's so handsome. So handsome. So handsome. Great guy. Um, Anyway, my favorite segment. Of the entire show, totally biased. Don't care. It's my favorite. Simple as that. We got our rushman of the week. You know, this is this is something that takes a lot of time, a lot of detail. We do our, you know, deep searching for you know our three guys. And this week, I mean, there was there was uh, there were some performances that were ridiculous. Um, and we're going to start this off at number three with a rookie. And we usually don't do this because, you know, rookies, you got to really earn that shit to make the, you know, the rushman of the week. But this dude's been balling. And my boy, Matt Butler, big shout out to my boy, Matt Butler, Tennessee volunteer. It's my boy. Um, watch connoisseur. Shout out Matt Butler. Great teammate. Um, he mentioned this guy earlier in the season. He goes, Kobe Turner's been balling, bro. I'm like, who's Kobe Turner? He's like, bro, he plays on the Rams as a D-tackle. He's been going crazy. So I did my research. This dude has been fucking balling. And so this week, he has two and a half sacks, five tackles. And now he has nine sacks as a D-tackle as a rookie. As a rookie. And he's not even, if you look at the rookie of the year odds, he's not even eligible. They don't even have a betting line for him. And he has nine sacks of D tackle. It's honestly the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen. So, Kobe, I'm standing up for you right now. I'm standing on the table. You're asking, you If you're not the number one guy, I don't know how. Him and not, Jalen and Carter, this, probably. I mean, him and Jalen Carter, I mean, you got to put them up there. I, this yeah. dude is going nuts. So, I did my research, his PFF, everything. He's got like an 85 grade. This dude's balling out. So, Kobe Turner, you're our number three, two and a half sacks, five tackles on the week, dude. Keep balling, doing your thing, bro. They cannot sleep on you forever, so keep doing your thing. Still,
0: baby, big And Max didn't only choose you because your name's Kobe. I promise.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shout out Kobe. Shout out Kobe. Um, Anyway, number two is not his first time on the show. This is a, a close friend of mine. Good, you know, fellow Rushman. Uh, we came in together um, in 2019. Number seven, seven overall pick. This dude has earned his payday. It is coming after the season and it is for a Very just reason. He's been absolutely going nuts. 16 and a half sacks on the season now for him. This week, six tackles, three sacks versus the Panthers. Our boy, Josh Allen. This dude is an absolute baller. He's been getting better and better every single year. I know I say that a lot, but I mean it because it's the truth. This dude, Josh Allen, is a baller. Um, He's got a lot of moves. He got speed to power, long arm, cross chop. Um, He's got a lot of tools in his tool bag. And um, this is a dude I respect heavily. Um, Me and him, we chop it up all the time. Um, we talk in off-season. We go to Vaughn's. You know, he was at Vaughn Miller's uh, Summit. Um, and we become, you know, super close over the years. So um, he's got a beautiful family. I think he's got two kids, a uh, beautiful wife. This dude is just getting better every single year. You know, I've said it before, but um, we got so much respect for him. This dude's a baller. And our number two freshman of the week is the boy, Josh Allen. Good, Josh. Not the quarterback, baby. The DN. Not the quarterback. The defensive end. Slash yes. outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him.
0: Very stern, but number one.
2: Game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but number one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Number one. Rushman of the week. You know, it was. Uh, I believe it was Saturday. Saturday night. Obviously, we've already talked about the controversial game, um, to say the least. But there was one dude who stuck out to me. Um, you know, he's been getting a lot of a lot of heat for his lack of sack production it reminds me a lot of myself, my third year um, when I was rushing, you know, I had a hundred pressures. For some reason I wasn't getting sacks. I had eight sacks on the year. Um, and That was the only year i made all pro. Um, and so this dude, Aiden Hutchinson, he had, I think five and a half or six and a half going into the game. I think six and a half. He oh. goes in to the uh, arguably the biggest game of the year playing Dallas Cowboys, huge game going against Tyrone Smith, Tris uh, Terrence Steele, both highly paid, highly coveted tackles in this league. This dude has five tackles, three sacks, and a forced fumble, one of them being strip sacks. So um, he balled out. He went crazy. He got a sack on Tyron Smith, and then I think he had two on the other side. Um, and he was just going nuts. And, uh, you know, a guy like him, you know, we, we did our little jersey swap. We we've stayed in contact ever since he got drafted. Um, you know, he's a baller. He's a baller. He's getting better and better. Um, you see his game getting more refined as he, as the games go by. Um, And he's going to be a real special player for a long time. So our number one Rushman of the week with a three-piece Aiden Hutchinson from the Detroit Lions. Big shout out to you. shit, Aiden.
0: It's kind of dope, Max, that uh, you gave Aiden that award because I think when he came out in the draft process, his uh, player he was compared to was you. Um, I think it was between you and TJ Watt. But that's kind of cool for you to now be able to kind of pass the honor on. This is similar to the Grammys or um, the Oscars, whatever you watch. Rushman award is
2: top-notch. So congrats, brother. No doubt, no doubt. Big shout out to Aiden, bro. You're a baller.
0: Hey, Max, real quick, what are you drinking over there to stay hydrated?
2: Oh yeah. By the way, get your Zen Water. Get your fucking in your local Zen Stores water all across water. the country. Best water on the planet. I mean, this thing is. I mean, it's 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 changing the game. You see our boy James Harden. You know my personal favorite player in the NBA. He's rocking yep. with Team Zen Water. You see Travis Kelsey, even though he is an op, he's a chief. Uh, a, a, <laughs> you know, Kansas City chief. You still around, you know, still on the team. So this is what it is. Get your uh, get your Zen water, and also let me let me get this a little close. Let's, Let's that. get that slate, that huh? baby. It's that slate milk. You can have it after a workout. You can have it in the morning. You, can the morning. you can Get your little latte. You can do whatever. You know, there's all different mm-hmm. type of versions, flavors. Get you some slate milk. Chocolate, Chocolate. and white. Chocolate You're better than, than fresh vanilla. French vanilla is my favorite. Card vanilla is vanilla. my favorite. Go check yeah. it out. Yeah, exactly. Vanilla. It's new year, new everybody.
1: Carb friendly. Get your protein in and drink your milk.
2: I love it, man. Everything you need. But anyway, let's close this fucker out. Let's close it. All right, y'all. That's all we got this week on The Rush. Episode 14. I got my brothers with me Progan Roback, Dustin Creel, Darian Terrell. Just want to say we love you guys. We appreciate all the support. Last week, everyone. tuned in like crazy i think it was an all-time record as far as the live drop almost a thousand people we need to break that i know it's a tough week i know you know playoffs are not in the picture anymore but you guys got to keep support man we're gonna keep pumping out content on a daily basis so we just want to say we love y'all keep commenting subscribing liking following all the pages tune in apple spotify everything iheart i mean we're doing big things youtube check us out um we got, we got a great team over here, so we're going to keep giving y'all what y'all love. So we appreciate you guys. We have one more game. It's going to be a little bit different in the, in the near future. We're going to have guests coming on. We're going to be going to different places. We might be taking some, uh, some exclusive flights to certain areas. Let's we're going to be doing a lot of big things. So um, we're going to be giving y'all exactly what y'all want. So keep tuning in. And also, we, we love the comments. We want to hear y'all's feedback. We want to see what you guys want to see. Um, we, we're, we're tapped into y'all we have everybody literally all day long looking through comments alright what do we need to do better how can we to, you know how can we improve and we're gonna keep doing that every single day so we love you guys we appreciate you the Condor Cartel we love y'all this is The Rush with Max Crosby and my brothers
0: let get it let's go baby Raiders get it.
2: Raiders